his tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of, you, until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence and be forever with you. is my best friend, my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of, you, until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence and be forever with you. is my best friend, my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of, you, until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love 
pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence and be forever with you. The Lord is my best friend, my shepherd. Good evening, everybody. So great to have you here this evening at Victory Christian Fellowship. We're going to get in God's presence. He's everywhere, but he's here ready to manifest himself and to show himself strong on our behalf, whose hearts are loyal to him. Lord, we give you thanks and praise that we as your people can enjoy your presence. And Lord, we give you all the glory and all the praise for you alone are worthy. We delight in you, O Lord. And we give you our highest praise tonight. And we welcome your presence right here and your power right here, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's worship the Lord together. There's nothing worth more that will ever come close. No thing can compare. You're our living hope. Your presence, Lord. I tasted and see. Of the sweetest of love, where my heart becomes free, and my shame is undone. Your presence, Lord. Holy Spirit, you are welcome Come Into this atmosphere, 
Heaven, no. 
Father, we thank you that heaven is here. We can have heaven on earth. Hallelujah, Lord, your awesome, incredible, wonderful presence. Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. Lord, we can have your power. Hallelujah, Lord. We are connected to heaven. Heaven is connected to us in the name of Jesus. Oh, we give you thanks and praise. Thank you for filling this atmosphere. Oh, let's get excited about Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's get excited about Jesus. Hallelujah, our Lord and Savior, our Master and Healer, our Deliverer and Refiner. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bless your holy name. Praise your holy name. Oh, we thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we thank you that you are here. We don't have to try to work something up because you are here. We acknowledge you as the Lord God Almighty. And we thank you, Lord, that you speak to us. For every battle that you face, I have already planned for you to have the victory. I told my servant, the battle is not yours, but my, but the victory is yours. I take care of the battle and I give you the victory. So take your stand, take your faith and grab my hand and take this land. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Say the battle is not mine, but the victory is. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory, glory, glory. Amen. Well, if you can, you can have your seats. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah, all Jehoshaphat had to do was show up and gather the spoil. By the time when he got there, all the enemies were defeating themselves. And it took him three days, everybody say three days, to gather the spoil. That means it took three days to reap their reward. Hallelujah. God's got rewards, doesn't he? He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Hallelujah. Well, we are so glad to have you here this evening. If you're watching us online, we're glad that you're watching us. And uh, I just want to say I'm so grateful that we have a a lot of uh, good uh, people that help us do things. Amen. And... uh, If you'd like to get involved, you can. You know, 
Um, there's lots of ways that you can get involved, lots of things that you can do. And uh, if you don't know, you can always ask. But we appreciate all of our workers and our volunteers very, very much. They're really awesome. Our, our helpers are more than one generation. Amen. Well, if you're here this evening, you can also uh, give any time that you'd like in the seed planters. You put your seed in and God receives it and makes it grow. And uh, seeds are important to God. You know, every seed, no matter what it is, it contains power to increase. And, uh, but the way that a seed increases is that you have to plant it in the soil. When you plant it, it'll grow. But when you don't plant it, it just stays the same. We're so grateful and thankful, Father, for every gift and every giver. We call them super abundantly blessed by you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to let you know that on May 16th, that's a Sunday, we're going to have Brother Steve and Beverly Hoffman with us, and they're going to be our guest ministers. So if you're here on the Sunday, uh, they'll be ministering the word to you, and we're so glad and excited about that. Amen. Well, glory to God. Are you ready for tonight? Hallelujah. You you don't need a seatbelt, but there is movement. Amen. God is moving in our midst. You know, he's moving every day. It's just, the question is, do we want to participate in his movement? See, God will move, but he doesn't move you. You've got to yield yourself to him. You can choose to move with him, but he doesn't move you. Right? When, when the, the day of Pentecost came, he did not move their mouths to speak in tongues. But he, he filled them, and then they spoke, right? Because the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He doesn't make you do things. He's not about control. He's about a loving relationship. Amen? Well, if you have your Bibles tonight, I want you to go to the book of Romans, chapter 8. Romans, chapter 8. And uh, we're going to start with verse 12. And we're going to go ahead and read to verse 17. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if we live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you... Through the Spirit, do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. I want you to pay close attention to verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. We are not obligated 
to the flesh. Hallelujah. We live in a flesh body, but we're not obligated to do. And sometimes it takes some power to override the deeds of the flesh. Has your flesh ever wanted to give someone a knuckle sandwich? Or a piece of your mind? You know, some people can't afford to lose too many pieces. I'm just kidding. But I want you to notice that we're not obligated to live by the flesh, but we are obligated to live by the power of the Holy Spirit. When Jesus left this earth, he said, I'm going away. But I am going to send to you another comforter, one just like me in nature, in divinity, and in characteristic. Amen? And who did he send? He sent the Holy Spirit. Right? The Holy Spirit is a person. Say, he's a person. He's not an it. He is not cousin it. Right? He is a person. He is, a, he is God. He is the spirit of truth. Alright? And it is through his power that we can overcome sinful deeds of the flesh or tendencies. Amen? Now, I know no one here has ever had a bad attitude. But see, something happens and... It irritates us or it aggravates us or it angers us and it gives us a bad attitude and your flesh wants to respond out of that bad attitude. Right? And sometimes it's for a good cause, but other, other times, really, when you act out of that bad attitude, we're going to do some things that we don't want to do. Say some things that we don't want to say. Amen? I know we've all been there. But it is through the Spirit. See, to live a victorious, overcoming life, we have to allow ourselves to be led by the Spirit of God. I want you to notice, he said, for as many as are led. The Amplified says, as many for all who are allowing themselves to be led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. Not everybody allows themselves to be led by the Holy Spirit. See, being led by the Holy Spirit, it's a privilege, but it's a choice. It's a choice that we make for God. Right? There, there's no other person who gave his life as a sacrifice and then left his spirit for us to learn from him and to walk, walk with him and, and to, uh, you know, have our understanding increase from him. How many want to live a victorious, overcoming life? Well, you've got to be led by someone who's overcoming and victorious in all things. Amen? This is a quality and a characteristic of a son of God. A son of God includes daughters. A son is a position. A son is someone who is in Christ Jesus. A son is someone who has a relationship with God. A son is someone who has access to the kingdom. A son is someone who has the keys of the kingdom. Everyone who's born again is a son of God. Amen? And as a son of God... One of the distinguishing traits, the distinguishing character, is we allow the Holy Spirit to lead God and direct us. Amen? 
The title of my message is Be Led by the Spirit of God. Everybody say, Be Led. See, He's not into control, but He allows us willful submission to Him. He doesn't force His will on anybody, but He has a will for all of us. Every one of us in here were born with the will of God. You were born on purpose for a purpose. Every one of us in this room, no matter our age, whether we're young or whether we're older, we all have an assignment from God. Every one of us. And the only way to fulfill that assignment from God is to be led by the Holy Spirit. He doesn't control you. He leads you. He doesn't enslave you. He tells, he tells us, we didn't, we didn't get the spirit of bondage. We got the spirit of adoption. The, the, Satan is the spirit of bondage. He's the one who wants to control you. He's the one who wants to confine you. He's the one who wants to keep you down. God wants you free. And the way to be free is to be led by the Holy Spirit. You know, when the Holy Spirit leads you, he's not going to lead you into a wall. He'll lead you to break through the wall. Or he'll lead you over the wall, but he's not going to lead you to a wall. He doesn't, the Holy Spirit doesn't lead you into dead ends. He's not the spirit of death, he's the spirit of life. Amen? Hallelujah. He leads us. Do you know when... When the Romans, the law of the Romans concerning adoption, it meant that not only were you brought into the family, but you were one with the one who brought you in. Hallelujah. Guess what? If we have the spirit of adoption, we are one with the one who adopted us. We are like him. We, are, uh, we share his nature, share his characteristics, share his power, share his good. We share in his, in his inheritance. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Holy Spirit leads believers. Amen. He leads you. He guides you. He directs you. He leads you into freedom and out of death. The Holy Spirit knows how to make us free. He can lead you into wealth. He can lead you into an idea or an investment or a piece of property. Why? He knows everything about this world. The the one who knows everything about the world, he wants to lead you. Will you be led by him? Amen? The Holy Spirit leads you. What does he lead you in? He doesn't lead you in dead works or dead things or dead atmospheres. He leads you to life. Amen? He rose Jesus from the dead. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. The the spirit that generates life wants to lead you. 
If you're looking for a cure, he knows where to get it, where to find it, and how you can have it for free. You didn't hear me. He knows where to get it, how you can have it, and get it for free. And his cure has no side effects. You're not going to hear a list of side effects on the cure of the Holy Ghost. You're going to hear it does the body good. It makes you full of joy, all right? He leads you into good things. Say, so he's good. Why? He, he's the spirit of a good God. The spirit of a good God is a good spirit. He leads you into good things, not bad things. Amen? He knows how to whoop every enemy that comes against you. He knows how to win every fight. And he's got ways of winning that we don't even know. Hey, Joshua, I want you to take Jericho. Jericho was a walled city. The walls were as thick as they were high. All right? So how are you going to take a walled city with walls so, so thick? Well, you're going to do something unconventional. You're going to walk around that city six times and be silent. But on the seventh time, you're going to walk around that city seven times. And on the seventh time, you're going to blow some trumpets and shout. Right? And what happened? Those walls that were as high as they were thick, they got crushed to the ground by angels. How did Joshua come up with that strategy? He listened to God. He didn't have the Spirit of God in him, but God told him what to do. And he did it. And what happened? He had a wall-crushing victory. Did you know that that city, before it even got take, took over, was fearful of what they were going to do? When you listen to the conversation that they had with Rahab, Rahab was like, we, know, we heard what your God did at the Jordan, and we are fearful. I'm going to tell you something. When God gives you an instruction, the enemy can't stop it. He told Joshua exactly what to do. Joshua did it, and he got good results. That's what it means to be led by the Holy Spirit. How many want good results in life? Then you've got to be led by the Holy Spirit. He leads you through trouble and overcome temptation. Every one of us here faces temptation on a daily basis. How are you going to avoid? Temptation is a trap. It's a bear trap ready to get a hold of you. How are you going to avoid temptation? You're going to be led by the Holy Spirit. You're going to be walking and the Holy Spirit will say, don't step there. Okay, I'll walk around it. And, and the enemy's like, what happened to my trap? And the Holy Spirit says, we are smarter than him. You stick with me and I'll, I'll help you avoid every trap of the enemy. Say, I'm led by the Holy Spirit. All right, what does he lead you in? He leads you into agape love. That's perfect love, flawless love. That's an unfailing, unconquerable love. Hey, man, that's a secure love. That's the love of God. Not only will he lead you in agape love, he'll lead you to the perfect love for you. Amen? Does God care about your relationships? Yeah, He does, because He knows people are like elevators. They'll take you up or take you down. 
And he doesn't want you connected with the wrong one. Let me tell you something. A wrong relationship can destroy your life. Samson and Delilah. You don't want to get around someone that will give you a haircut that's not a hairdresser. The secret was in his strength was his hair and his covenant with God. And the enemy kept wanting to get his secret. He didn't know what the strength was. And he toyed with the devil. He kept toying with the devil. You don't toy with the devil. You defeat the devil. He wasn't led by the spirit. He was led by the flesh. And being led by the flesh got him in trouble. What happened? He lost his strength and he lost his eyes. But thank God for the mercy of God that God gave him strength one more time. And, and Samson became the greatest comedian ever. He brought the house down. Amen? He leads you through obstacles. The enemy might set a minefield in front of you, but the Holy Ghost knows how to avoid everyone. If not, he knows how to carry you over them. You could walk through a minefield and not explode a mine when you're led by the Holy Spirit. See, the enemy hides his traps. He hides the things that he wants to destroy you with. But the Holy Ghost knows how to reveal what's hidden. Not only the bad things, but the good things. Amen? He leads you to favorable circumstances. This is what the Holy Spirit does. He leads you, as many as are led by the Spirit of God. How many want the favor of God? Man, one moment of favor is worth a thousand hours of labor. What did Joseph have in Egypt? He had favor. He had favor with God, favor with man. It was the favor of God that went before him and blessed his work so much that Potiphar said, I'm going to promote this boy. Potiphar saw the work that he did. He saw the results that he produced. You want favor? The Holy Spirit will lead you into favor. He's a favor master. How many ever had a guided tour? Years ago, I had the opportunity to go to Austria. And we were in the city of Vienna, Austria. And we went on this tour of the Schabrum Castle. It's called the Schabrum Castle because of the yellow. It's, it's painted with Schabrum yellow. Now, the tour was all right. Except of the monotone voice of our guide. And once you saw five rooms... They all started looking the same. And the monotone tone of this tour guide's voice, it was boring and it wanted to put you to sleep. But the Holy Ghost is not that kind of tour guide. He's exciting, vibrant, full of life. He's full of joy. He's evanescent. 
He wants to take you through a tour of the kingdom of God. He wants to point out things that belong to you. He wants to point out things that were made for you. He wants to point out things that God gave to you, that God has prepared for you. See, we don't know what God has given us until the Holy Spirit shows it to us. And he's an expert. He was there when God made it for you. He knows every detail about it. He knows exactly what you were created to do. He says, come here, I want to show you something. This, this, you're going to love this because this was designed for you and you were designed for this. He knows how to connect you with something that will satisfy your heart. But you've got to be led by him. Amen? He leads you into truth. He's the spirit of truth. He's not the spirit of error. He's not the spirit of the world. He's not the spirit of lies. The, fa- the devil is the father of lies. He's the spirit of lies. Say this. Say, no lie is a good lie. Oh, I don't care what color you paint it. Lies are bad. Why? Because they come from the father of lies. Who is the devil? Jesus said, the devil is the father of lies. So when you're telling a lie, you're declaring the devil as your father. Oh, I didn't see it like that, did you? But he leads you into truth. All right? He leads you into places where you can experience his power, goodness, and grace. How many want to experience the power of God? The goodness of God and the grace of God. Well, here's what the Holy Spirit will do. He'll say, come here. I want to show you something. I want to do something for you. He will lead you into a place. I don't know why I want to, I don't know why I need to go to BCF on Wednesday night. I just feel like I need to be there. Well, guess what? The Holy Spirit's leading you. Why? He wants to lead you to a place where you can experience God's power, goodness, and grace. He knows how to connect you with the good things of God. Amen? He leads you away from lies, deception, and falsehood. Those are everything, those are all the tools of the enemy. He leads you into life and peace. When you're spiritually minded, you know what happens? You have life and peace. How many want some life and peace? You know what the word peace means? Nothing missing, nothing broken. You're sound in your mind, you're sound in your body, and you're sound in your life. Let's make a sound. Amen? He leads you to please God. He knows the heart of the Father. There's no one who knows the heart of the Father save the Spirit of God. That's in him. He knows the heart of the Father, and he knows how he can help you please God. When you go to do something, he'll say, God doesn't like that. Don't do it. Guess what? Then you've got to listen. Why? Because we're led by the Spirit of God. All right? He will lead you into God's perfect will. Aren't you glad that God gave us a life coach? I mean, I didn't know what to do when I got in the kingdom. I had never been in the kingdom. I was in the kingdom of darkness. Then I got translated into the kingdom of light. I didn't know how to live in the kingdom of light. Thank God that God gave me, he, he gave me an instruction manual and a coach to read the manual to me. 
Hallelujah. He gave us the greatest personal assistance ever. The Holy Ghost. He doesn't need to take a nap. He doesn't get tired. He doesn't uh, diminish in strength. I mean, God gave us a living an encyclopedia of the kingdom of God. Not the Encyclopedia Britannica, the Encyclopedia of the, of the of Kingdom of God, the Holy Ghost. He authored the book. What better way to understand what was meant by what the author said than hearing it from the author himself? Glory to God. This is how he leads us. He leads you into health and wealth. Do you know why Jesus always used different methods to heal a person? Because he was being led by the Holy Spirit. He would encounter a situation and the Holy Spirit would say in this situation, do this, say this, and watch the results that will happen. And Jesus would say it and he would do it and he would get the results that needed to happen. Did you know that Jesus was led by the Spirit of God just like he wants us to be led by the Spirit of God? Jesus never did anything without being led by the Spirit of God. He he leads you to develop your character in godly fruit. What, what, What kind of fruit does he want us to produce? The fruit of the Spirit. How we got some fruit of the Spirit? We got an orchard of nine different trees that we need to develop on the inside of us. Amen? You got your love tree. You got your joy tree. Right? Patience tree. Long-suffering tree. Faithfulness tree. Right? All the nine different fruits. Amen? There's... As we cooperate with the Holy Spirit and be led by Him, those fruit gets developed in our lives. And this is a, listen, God loves fruit. He loves fruit. And when you're not producing the fruit that you need to be producing, He'll do some pruning. Right? He's not satisfied with a little fruit. He wants a bumper crop of fruits. He wants you so fruitful. He wants your fruit to be so sweet and tasty. Amen. Because your fruit points to Him. Or your lack thereof. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is your GPS success finder for life. He knows how to get you successfully to your destiny. How many want to arrive successfully to your destiny? Amen? Well, how are you going to do that? You're going to be led by the Holy Spirit. He's, the Holy Spirit is the bridge between not knowing what to do or where you're going to reaching your destination and fulfilling your destiny. I'm going to say that again. The Holy Spirit is the bridge between not knowing what you're doing Or where you're going to reaching your destination and fulfilling your destiny. When you don't know what to do, he'll tell you what to do. When you don't know where you're going, he'll show you the way to go. Why? He's a guide. 
He's a director. He'll bring you into all truth. Amen? What does it mean to be led? It means to lead by laying hold of. Here, let me take your hand. I want to show you a few things. He's taking you to a storehouse of all the things that God has for you. To be led means to lead by accompanying. Not only does he lead you, but he goes there with you. He is a constant help. Amen? He'll help you do your job better than anybody else in your company. Isn't that what he did for Joseph? Isn't that what he did for Daniel and his friends? How much wiser were Daniel and his three friends? Ten times wiser. They, they were going, they, all of them were going to the same university. But because Daniel and his friends had a relationship with God, he made them ten times wiser than their peers. Everybody say ten times. God will cause you to excel in the worst possible circumstances. He brought Jesus out of a grave. A grave in the cave. Of course, the cave caved in and opened up. Why? Because the power of God. Amen? So, it means to, to be led like you're guiding an animal to water. Being led involves a willingness to follow. You've got to be willing to follow. Notice, he's the leader, not me. Say, he's in the lead, not me. And you're not vying for that position. You've got to let him lead. Okay? You've got to acknowledge that someone knows more about you and always has the best way of doing things. That's the Holy Ghost. How many can acknowledge that he knows more than me? Amen? Aren't you glad for that? You don't want someone leading you who knows less than you. You want someone leading you who knows more than you. As many as are led by the Spirit of God. Where does the Spirit of God dwell? Where's his office? Right here. His office is on the inside of every one of us. He's got a home office everywhere. Hallelujah. The chief, the CEO is right inside of you. He dwells in you. He will be with you and he shall be in you. His office is right with you wherever you go. That means you can be led in any circumstance, in any situation, through anywhere. Why? Because he's in you. When you need direction, the office is right here. That means you can get direction in the moment. You don't have to wait for an email or a text. You can hear his voice. See, I've got ears to hear what the Spirit is saying. And he has the best way of doing something. You've got to understand the Holy Spirit is an expert. He's a genuine expert. Not some of these experts that come on the news channel. He is a genuine expert of everything. Ever say of everything? He knows how to raise kids. He knows how to handle money. He knows how to be a good spouse. 
how to be a good son, be a good daughter, be a good employee. He knows what's good for your body and what's not good for your body. But we can be led by him. Amen? When you follow, it involves strong trust. You know, sometimes he leads you into things that you don't know. Bible says Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. That's Luke 4.1. Has, has the Holy Spirit ever said, ever wanted to take you somewhere where you didn't want to go? One, years ago, um, there was a girl from a church I was attending in Illinois, and she was going to Ramah, South Africa. And uh, so in her going away party, we did this skit. And the skit was to the song, please don't send me to Africa. You know, I'll go anywhere, go anywhere, do anything, but don't send me to Africa, right? And at the end of the song, I was dressed up as a gorilla. I had a literal gorilla suit on. And the song said, please don't send me to Africa. And when the song ended, I came up and scooped her on my shoulder and ran off. True, that, that actually happened. But my point is this. See, you're going to have to trust the leadership of the Holy Spirit when he's leading you into something that you don't know. Why would he do that? To let you know that you've got to trust him. Did, did God tell Abraham where he was going when he said, leave your home? No, he had to go. He had to take that move of faith and he had to be walking. And while he was walking, God would show him where to go. He didn't show him where to go while he was still at home. And when people asked Abraham, where are you going? He said, I don't know. Well, how do you know you do that? God knows. Amen? Being led, it involves strong trust with confidence and assurance. Being led requires you to know something about the one doing the leading. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice, but they won't follow a stranger's voice. Did you know that sometimes the devil will use a strange voice to try to get you to do something that you shouldn't do? You'd be like, where'd that voice come from? Didn't come from God. It was a strange voice. What happened when the priests offered strange fire? Fire got burnt, they burnt down. Hey man, it was strange fire. God's not strange. God is true. Right? And to be led requires you to make your agenda his agenda. You got to make your agenda his agenda. Why? God knows the best way of doing things. Amen? I mean, <laughs> could you see Jesus was sitting on the mountain praying? He had already told the disciples to go to the other side. And they're halfway there and a storm rose up. And they're rowing, 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 not making any progress. What does the Spirit of God tell Jesus to do? Go walk on the water. So Jesus sees them from the mountain, that supernatural sight, right? He walks down, he starts walking on the water to them. Right? And they're freaking out. It's a ghost! No, it's Jesus! 
But see, the Holy Spirit, he's not natural. He's supernatural. You've got to be able to handle the supernatural. Why do you think God tells people to laugh? Because he knows what it does. Laughing is not a vain exercise. A merry heart does good like medicine. Amen? Some of us got to let the medicine out of the bottle. Amen? We got to let that joy. To be led requires you to look, listen, and learn to him and from him. You've got to look. If he's leading you, he's out in front. He's not behind you leading you. Amen? You know, you can't run your race like this. You run into something. So he's, he's leading you. He's out in front of you. Right? To be led involves a willingness to go where he leads, do what he says, all the while being who he wants you to be. You know, God is concerned about how you live just as much as where you live. He's concerned about your destiny, but he's concerned about your behavior while you get there. Right? As many as are led by the Spirit of God. Amen? You know, if you're led by the Spirit of God, you're not, under the, you're not subject to the law of God. I mean, to the law, not the law of God. Right? So, as many as are led, who, who in here is led by the Holy Spirit? Amen? I want you to stand up. Hallelujah. I want you to stand up. I want you to say, Holy Spirit, have your way. In me, right now. Do what you need to do. I yield to you. I'm here to flow with you. I'm here to move with you. And I'm here to respond to you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Just begin to praise the Lord right now. Begin to praise Him. Lift up the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise creates an atmosphere. Increased praise increases the flow of God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. <coughs> now, if, you, if you're here... And you have been burdened or bogged down by the cares of life. Anybody here? You've been burdened or bogged down by the cares of life. All right, I want you to come up here. Amen. Hallelujah. And just stand right here. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know what the anointing does? It destroys yokes and it removes the burden. We're going to destroy some yokes right now. And this burden that you've been carrying, you weren't designed to carry that burden. No one made you a burden bearer. I want, I want all three of you to take your hands like this. Say, Lord, these are my burdens. 
They're, they're not mine to carry. I'm going to give them to you. I'm going to cast these cares unto you because you care for me. And I'm going to be carefree. Right now, in Jesus' name, and I want you to let it go like a bird flying. Hallelujah. Receive the freedom right now of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Free indeed. Free indeed. Free indeed. Free indeed. Free indeed. Hallelujah. You just dumped your load and you ain't picking it up again. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now celebrate your freedom. Celebrate your freedom. Some radical praise. Amen. The more radical praise, the more free you are. The more radical praise, the more free you are. Hallelujah. The devil has just been defeated. Glory to God. He puts junk on you and he expects you to be his mule. Well, let's, let's not just say what he is. Right? Hallelujah. And I want you to say, I'm free. Say, I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. Hallelujah. Glory. Woo! Glory. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You all are going to leave much lighter than you came in. Hallelujah. Father, I just thank you right now that your joy is... She needs a good dose of joy, Father. She needs a divine stress release. Hallelujah. The joy of the Holy Ghost in the name of... Anoint her with the oil of joy right now in the name of Jesus. I'm pouring the joy on you in the name of Jesus. The joy of the Lord. 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 Not just any kind of joy. Not earthly joy. Supernatural joy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Whether you realize it or not, God likes to celebrate. He is a party God. He loves joy. He loves dancing. He loves shouting. He loves the expression of our hearts in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Ha. Ha. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I am enforcing the devil's defeat in her her life in the name of Jesus. I give you thanks and praise right now that she is experiencing a level of victory that she's never known in the name of Jesus. A greater level of victory in the name of Jesus. Thanks be unto God. He always causes you to triumph in Jesus' name. The victory is yours. The victory is yours. You are victorious. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Glory in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, if you need healing in your body, anybody need healing in their body? Oh, glory to God. See, the same anointing that makes you free 
makes you healed. The same anointing. Father, I just thank you right now for the yoke-destroying, burden-removing power of God. It makes her free. It heals her body. It restores strength to her. It restores health to her. It restores vitality to her. In the name of Jesus, the Lord is healing you right now in Jesus' name. And when the Lord heals you, you know that something's taking place in your body in the name of Jesus. The woman with the issue of blood said she knew immediately that something took place. I want you to just reach up and touch him right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Touch the Lord in the name of Jesus. Because when you touch him, he touches you back. Glory to God. Father, zap her right now with your power in the name of Jesus. Zap her with the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus! Hallelujah! Glory! Thank you, Lord. We praise you for your healing power. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Has there anybody here that's been a little down or depressed? You know... Satan can get in your soul. He can get in the body and and oppress you. He he can just bring you down. Because he's a downer. But the Lord is an upper. Amen? Yeah. Yeah. God's going to take you up higher. Up higher. Up higher. Up, up, up. In the name of Jesus. I just thank you, Lord, that you're the glory and the lifter of her head right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Lord. You're just taking her up higher in Jesus' name. Glory to God. A new level. Hallelujah. New skills. A new level. A new, a new, a new avenue of income in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Mr. Nate, I want you to come up here. Hallelujah. You're 21. You're 21, 2 plus 1 is 3. So the 3 and the 1 and the 21. Father, right now, I just pray a 21 blessing on him in the name of Jesus. Lord, let that river flow of joy right now in the name of Jesus. Fill his tank full. Hallelujah. That joy is going to flush some junk out. Ha, ha, ha. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, show yourself strong to him right now, in Jesus' name. Father, let him know what it means to be drunk in the Holy Ghost right now, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for the new wine that's flowing in Nate right now, in his innermost being, Father. It's bubbling up, it's springing up, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah! 
Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes you might wonder why I do the things I do. I wonder sometimes too. No, it's just that I'm led by the Holy Ghost. Amen. And and some people were just born with a holy cup in their hand, and they just do a lot of drinking, a lot of drinking right now in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Soon, I'm putting together a study about the evervescence of joy. You know, joy bubbles up on the inside of you. And it just takes a little stir. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you, Lord, there's some stirring going on right here. Right now, in the name of Jesus, stir up the gift of God that is on the inside of you. Stir it up! 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 Hallelujah! We're stirring it up! We're stirring it up! Glory to God! Hallelujah! You need a Holy Ghost fan. Father, I'm flaming that fire right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We're fanning it, Lord. We're fanning it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. They're not drunk as you suppose, but they're filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. See, we think that we have to toil for it. We don't have to toil. Toil is sweat. We just have to receive. Oh, snap. Yeah. The devil thought he had you beat when you were a child, but... Jesus came along, the devil said, oh, snap! That God destroyed the devil's plans, and he's got greater plans for you right now, in the name of Jesus. Father, fill him with the Holy Ghost and fire in Jesus' name. Give him a Holy Ghost snap right now, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah! Glory! Hallelujah. Say God is good. All the time. Hallelujah. We serve a good God. He's a great God. He does good things. He does good.
good things for me where well, I am glad. Hallelujah. Look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. He has done great things for me, and I am glad. Hallelujah. I'm glad at the great things. I'm glad for the great things that God has done. I mean, what do you think it was like in Samaria? The Bible says there was great joy in the city. It was, it infected the whole city. When God's work is done, joy flows as a result. Because he always makes you better than what you were. He always fixes things that are broken. He always delivers out of trouble. He's a faithful God. He's been with you in your darkest hour, and He still loves you. He's still willing to help you. Hallelujah! Someone say, Praise the Lord. Oh, let's give God some praise. Praise His holy name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The message of victory is a message, it's your daily report. The Lord wants to hear your message of victory each and every day. Don't let defeat creep in to your mind or to your mouth or to your heart. But let victory resound in the name of Jesus. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Say, I'm led by the Spirit of God. I allow Him to lead me. He knows what He's doing. He knows where He's going. He knows how to get there the best way. I listen to the Holy Ghost. I do what He says. I'm in cooperation with him. But he's in the lead. I'm following him. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, did this help you tonight? It helped me. Glory to God. Well, you can go rejoice. Have a great rest of the week. Amen. God bless you.